Hello, if you are listening to this, then you are new to Biotypes. You might have heard a couple episodes so far, or you just joined the podcast, and you're probably wondering what some of these terms that we're using mean. So this little, it's not even a, a full episode, it's more of an introduction to some of these terms so you can participate in the conversation. So I'm going to just hand it over to the master himself, Rodrigo Garcia Platas. Rodrigo, yes. what are Biotypes? For the 1,000th time this month, what are biotypes? <laughs> so my name is Rodrigo Garcia Platas. I'm Mexican. Uh, I'm 37 years old. Uh, I am a transformational coach. I have a master's in systemic psychology. I'm also a sports psychology certified by FIFA. And years ago, looking for the best technique to, to cold read people, understand who they are and really support them in their path to success and to freedom, um, I, I stumbled upon Unani medicine. Unani medicine is a typical ancient uh, uh, med like philosophy from India in the same way we have Ayurveda, uh, we have Unani. And Unani is a mixture of Islamic medicine with Greek uh, philosophy and Greek medicine also. Uh, and then uh, it's conjunction with, with everything that people in India knew about medicine and they learned from Asia and, and Northern Asia. They came together and they created Unani Biotypes. So Unani Biotypes is the understanding of the biological uh, development of human beings. And just by looking at them, we can know a lot of who they are. All human beings are 30% personality and 70% biology. And their biology is what defines how their body works, what type of personality they use usually create given their biotype, their health, their muscle structure, their bone structure, how they gather fat, how their sexuality works, what things they're drawn to, and specifically the core of who they are and the core of how they experience life around them. So we have different cores uh, from which we interpret and decide uh, what we're going to do in life. Now, as a small recap for this, for, for you to be able to understand everything we talk about in our biotypes, uh, there are four polarities in Nonani biotypes. There are cholerics, phlegmatics, sanguines, and melancholics. Now, I'm going to give you a little bit of information on each one of them. Cholerics, first, they're only choleric. There's only choleric men. There's no choleric women. And this has to do with the chemistry in the blood. It has to do with safra, uh, a component of sulfur uh, that choleric men have in their blood. And if women had that in their bloodstream, they wouldn't be fertile. Uh, there's one specific biotype of, of women that has a little bit of safra, but we call them phlegmatic fire waters. I will talk about that in a minute. Now, cholerics, they live in impulse. So they're, they're quite impulsive. They like to be the last decision maker. They, they like to, to, to use their, themselves as the reference of, of where they're going and what the truth is. They're, they usually fight other people because they believe that they own the truth, but they're also amazing leaders. And when a choleric human being has a good idea, they can transform the world. But when a choleric human being has a bad idea, they can destroy everything around them. And it takes them a long time to notice what they were doing because they're so certain and so sure of what they're doing. That's why we call them the me impulse. Like the, the impulse is what moves them. Now, what they value in life 
is the ability to create results. They, they want to be able to create results and they only respect other human beings that have the ability to, to make things happen, to create results out of nothing. And where they hide when things are not going their way, when, when their life is not balanced, where they hide is in anger. They get anger, angry really easily and it becomes their tool to solve everything. Now we know someone is a cleric uh, by looking at their head, their hands, their, their body, like that would take me hours to explain but i can tell you this their their head looks a little bit like an inverted triangle they have big hands and they tend to turn red every time they get angry then we have sanguines now sanguines we call them the uh the i do because they live in action they're um their, their core of how they understand everything is extremely mechanical. Everything has to do with the, to, to do with the doing. So they understand life like if you do this and then you do this, this will happen. And they enjoy understanding life in that way. They live in experience. What they value the most is experience, like what I'm experiencing right now. And if my experience changes, then I will change immediately. They do not get stuck in the moment. They, 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 they do not get stuck in the past. They live in the moment moment. And when, when their life is out of balance, when things are not going their way, then they, they turn to, to excess. So they're prone to addiction, to going out too much, to partying too much, to slipping very little, or even stupid little things like I love puzzles. And then I'm going to do puzzles for the rest of my life. Like they know what they like and they can repeat it because they love the experience a million times. Um, their heads are thick, their, their shoulders are thick, their hips are thick, as thick as their shoulders, their, their arms and legs are usually really big, and they're usually really funny, but not extremely reliable. You want them at a party, they're really funny, they're really good at breaking the ice and just starting a conversation with strangers, they create friends everywhere. Uh, but if they find something more interesting uh, that creates a better experience for them than being with you, they'll leave. Uh, they're, they're just like that. Then we have the phlegmatics. Phlegmatics are actually the opposite from clerics. And phlegmatics, we call them the I feel because they're extremely emotional. They live, they live in emotions. Everything they experience in life and everything they value has to do with their emotions and what's happening in their emotional body. Uh, phlegmatics are the ones that know that they're doing something wrong. They can intellectually understand it, but if it feels good to do it, they're going to carry on doing it. So they live in emotion and what they value the most is relationships. And they're, they're the best friends and they're God-given given therapists to the world, like uncertified therapists to the world. If you have a phlegmatic friend, you know who I'm talking about because you love them. And then, and then you think that they get stuck in their emotions way too much and you do not how to help them the way they can help you. But when they're okay, they're amazing. Um, they're, they, they live in emotion, they value relationships. And when things are not going their way, uh, they hide in sadness or depression. If, it, if, if they push it for, for a long time, if they push their sadness for a long time, uh, they, they tend to be soft. It doesn't matter if they're fat or skinny. Uh, they tend to be soft because phlegmatics uh, kind of hide their bone structure and, and their muscles. So they're, they're never really muscly, uh, but it doesn't matter if, if they, again, if they're skinny or fat, they're just soft. And, and they're really nice people to be with, but they don't get mad. They get offended and they can hold that grudge forever. And then finally, we go to melancholics. Melancholics are the absolute opposite 
from from sanguines. Melancholics live in their heads. We call them the I think because everything has to go through their head for them to make decisions. They live they live in their head. Uh, they value facts. They think they value the most is intellectual certainty and facts. And then where they hide when things are not going their way is in fear, which makes, as I always say, total sense. Because if you're overthinking life and doubting yourself and doubting other people all the time, of course you leave in fear. And they always feel like they don't have enough information to make the choice. They don't like making the final choice. They usually give the information to to a choleric that's going to make the final choice after the melancholic analyzed everything. Uh, they tend to be really skinny. If they, if they, if they work out, they get ripped. Um, and they, they don't realize how they get fat until they're like 40 because they start getting fat really late in life. And, and they're really smart, but they rarely open up. They don't really trust people. They don't really tell them how they feel and what they think because they, it's not like the cholerics that think that everybody else is stupid. Melancholics just think that everybody's different and the, every head is a different world. So why would I explain what I think if you're never going to get it anyways? Uh, but they're extremely creative and they're good at, art, at, at arts. So they're amazing comedians and painters and actors or just scientists. They're amazing at that, but they're not amazing at relationships. Now, within phlegmatics, we have two other like classifications. I'm going to be really brief on this. But if you ever hear us say phlegmatic fake fire, what that means, this can be men or women. That means that, that this is a person who biologically they're a phlegmatic and when a phlegmatic really early on in their lives starts thinking that being emotional um, is a bad thing and people are going to abuse them and manipulate them because of how emotional they are, they start refusing their emotions and trying to act like a choleric. So this is men or women who are actually phlegmatic, but they try to act like they're tougher than what they really are. So they have a controlling personality, even though they're extremely emotional, they're still phlegmatic. And then we have phlegmatic firewaters. This is only women. And this is a closest thing to a choleric man like they're they're actually that powerful and strong and that intense and the final thing i want to say because all the people always ask me this at the very end of explaining it uh, no you cannot change biotypes and no you cannot have two you you only have one and if you're confused with this information is because you're probably looking at your personality more than your biotype so look inside yourself and realize are you impulsive do you live in action? Do you live in emotion? Or do you live in your head? Because that will give you your answer. And if you want a different answer, you can also check out uh, the Instagram at RGP development, where in the bio in the link in the bio, there is a link to a telegram chat with a lot of people that have taken the intro to biotypes course, who have learned how to identify people based off of photos, um, what the different biotypes are. And if this intrigues you come over to RGP development, take the intro to biotypes, we have new intros uh, happening all the time. Uh, and you'll hear us reference uh, the different personality types controller, uh, analyzer, promoter, and supporter as well, which we're not going to get into in this intro, but you can have that's, that's the, the 30% of the personality on top of the 70% of the biotype that we're referencing there. Yeah. And I will say, yeah, 
Sorry, <laughs> and Go if you're for a registered nurse, uh, you can get continued education through our workshop and intro to biotypes. Yeah, and we have we have workshops happening all the time. Once you do the intro, we're going to dive into relationships, parenting, sales. There's a whole bunch here. It's a fascinating world, and we're we're working to bring as much information to the people who want it. Um, so go over to the Instagram, check out some of the lives that Rodrigo has done. And of course, enjoy the podcast that you're listening to right now. And Brian, what do you want to say? Well, I was going to say two things. I was going to say one, uh, l- the listeners of this are probably thinking they're a mix of two different ones or all of them, or they're confused because they feel like they can relate <laughs> to every single thing Rodrigo said. That's normal. Like Ross said, take the intro to biotypes, keep listening to these podcasts and they'll start becoming clearer to you. And, uh, you know, I-, I thought I was all of them at once when I first heard them. And then it really dawned on me that I was for sure a melancholic and Ross is a phlegmatic <laughs> and Rodrigo's a sanguine. So that's the podcast you're listening to three of the biotypes represented. Oh, we should also go over the, the mom, dad stuff, the in internal, external confidence stuff. In systemic psychology, we understand the difference between the relationship with mom and with dad and, and the different impacts that, that it has on, on our worldview and our understanding of ourself. So according to systemic psychology, it has nothing to do with who your parents were. It has nothing to do with the actions they took. It has to do with your interpretation of what they, why they did what they did. So when I experience that my mom's actions were out of love, I start getting inner confidence. I start feeling valuable and worthy. Because if she did all of those things, good or bad, out of love, that must, means that who, that must mean that who I am is important. Now, if I interpret my dad's actions as, as love, no matter what he does, even if I never met him, if I decide that he left out of love, then I'm going to have outer confidence because I'm going to feel that, that who I am uh, can bring something important to the world because the masculine energy of love and approval usually comes to us through doing stuff. So it gives us outer confidence about who, what we can create and what we can do and the difference that we can make in the world. So uh, resuming that, uh, I don't know if that makes sense in English, resumiendo in Spanish, like um, the, 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 the way we can, we can pack that in a small statement is mom makes me feel that who I am is valuable. Dad makes me feel that what I do is valuable. And we call that internal confidence and external confidence. So we hope this gave you a little bit of an insight as to what you're about to hear in episodes of this podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Of course, remember to rate this on whatever you're listening to. And if you want the real deepness, if you want the real nitty gritty, head over to patreon.com slash RGP development, where you can become a patron of the podcast and be able to listen to what we do live. But I think I say this in every episode, so you're probably going to hear that about 12 times. Thanks for listening and enjoy the podcast.